twilight, these sisters discuss the paranormal and the unnerving. They are known as the Parasisters. Hey guys, you're watching the Parasisters and listening to the Parasisters That's now. Right. I'm, I'm Tristan. And I'm Rebecca. And we have a podcast okay. now. Yes. We do have a podcast. You guys holding... can find us on uh, Spotify and Google on Breaker. I'm going to try to figure out how to get us like on Player FM. And then we can also go to like um, Apple, the Apple podcast. I don't know anything about Apple, but you have to do all those manually. So I just haven't done it yet. So. <laughs> but Anchor added our podcast to all those other ones by itself. So <clears throat> make sure you check us out on there, man. Yes, for sure. Please listen. Uh, follow us on all those. and Or your preferred one. Not on all of them necessarily, but... Do it. Do on all of them. On your preferred platform. Um, I personally use Spotify because I love them. I don't really listen to but my own podcast. I go to YouTube. I don't know. <laughs> I have, I... I have rewatched our videos on YouTube and I have listened to us on Spotify. That's so awesome. I, li- I like to listen to us when I'm in the car, like going to work. Dude, that's fantastic. I'm going to listen to us at work also because I sit at work all you day should. listening to music, podcasts audiobooks that's what i do at work you should it's very good (laughs) it's very very good yes and we're not being biased at all that is an honest review we are good (laughs) (laughs) anywho anywho okay sidetrack over i know we do that so much it's quite funny like i'm watching our old videos and i'm like we just start randomly talking about the weirdest things (laughs) we're just like (laughs) like hey did you see that one movie with that one guy and he did that thing where it was like scary and then we're like talking about that for 10 minutes and i'm like oh "Eh, what are you gonna do it's okay it's okay though i think it's okay too yes because if you don't like it okay anyway watch us anyway (laughs) yeah that's true i i want to pretend like i don't care but i really really do so (laughs) i also do so please please watch us it's it's sad it's quite sad okay so today, um, I have so much, oh my gosh, this case, Rebecca, is so big. Um, it's the Jameson family from Eufaula, Oklahoma. Now, can I just say that Eufaula is an extremely odd name? <laughs> I also thought that it was an odd name, and the way that it's spelt is odd. I actually had to go to Google and have them pronounce, pronounce this name for me. Yes. Because it's it's actually spelled Eufala. Oh gotcha. But it's you it's Eufala. I see. But that was like that sounds like a loofah. So. It does. A you loofah. You loofah. Right, I was like, there's no way that could be right. You're like, no, this is not no. So the Jameson so, family, are they cannibals, Tristan? They are I don't know. They could be, I guess. Well, I just hear, like, a name, like, something that involves a whole family, and I automatically assume, like, they're probably cannibals, or they did something crazy AF. I don't know. Okay, so, uh, I'm just gonna, look, this is my, these are my notes right here. Yep. Back and front. It's a a novella. It is a novella, I'm I'm telling you. So, we're gonna have to do this in two parts, guys. Sorry, yes. because there is just so much information that we have to go over. 
and it's fantastic. This case is fantastic. So I'm just going to start. Um, so Bobby and Sherry Lynn Jamison were married in 2002. Or I'm sorry, they met in 2002. And they immediately hit it off. Um, she had been previous, previously married to somebody else um, who I'm going to rename like he's going to remain nameless because he doesn't really have anything to do with this. Yeah, you don't want to put somebody's name out there that is he's a he's a regular guy. We don't care who he is. Right. So they meet in 2002 and they immediately have a connection. Like they're just automatically connected. Um so they date and uh about a year later they have a little girl named Madison. Um so this time, you know, they have the little girl. This time it's very joyous for them. Very and, happy. uh, yeah. And, but the joyness, the joyousness <laughs> is very short lived because, um, they got married in August. In November, uh, Bobby is in a severe car accident. Oh. And he is injured, uh, to the point that he has chronic severe back pain so he actually got hit by two different cars on different sides and really jacked himself up so um in november he gets in his car accident uh he's left with like chronic severe back pain and it becomes difficult for him to work so he eventually goes on disability but the family uh, keeps going and they're keeping their heads up, you know, and uh, Bobby and Sherry Lynn get married in July of 2004. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they live very happily, you know, on the outside. Everybody believes that they were very happy um, until 2007. Um, that's when things just kind of start going downhill for this family. And it's just the it's just the three of them and um, Sherry Lynn's son from her previous marriage. Right. So, but he you know goes back and forth between her house and her, and his father's house, of course. Right. They sh- they share custody at this time. So in two thousand seven, uh, Sherry's Sherry Lynn's uh, sister dies. Oh. Yeah. Um, so that really just it really messed her up, you know. Um, in 2008, Bobby's parents get divorced. And um, so when his parents get divorced, uh, there's like a bad falling out in between. <laughs> Listen, the camera like fell and I'm like, <laughs> okay. Okay, I might have to cut this out. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> okay. So Bobby's parents get divorced and him and his dad have a really bad falling out. Um, so they actually go to court because his dad completely like writes him off, writes him out of the will, why, you know, nothing is going to be left to Bobby, but they had, um, entered into a business together and both of them had paid half to get this business. Right. Well, his dad sells the business, so Bobby sues his dad because he's like, hey, I want my money out of this business. Yeah. So, after months of court and lawsuits and all this stuff over wills and property and everything, um, 
Bobby and Sherry Lynn end up getting half of $64,000. I get $32,000. I only say this because this is going to be relevant later on. Oh, interesting. I'm like, that's not even that much money, so I'm like... It's really not, but I don't think... I think it was, like, some kind of convenience store or something like that. Oh, yeah, right. It wasn't, like, a... It wasn't something huge, you know, like gotcha. a Walmart. <laughs> right. So, um, well, in 2009, uh, Madison is at school. She uh, is out on the playground playing. She's six years old at this time. Uh, she gets hit in the face with the swing, and it knocks her front teeth out. Oh, poor baby. Right. So, Bobby and Sherry Lynn are expectedly really pissed off by this right yeah they actually try to sue the, they actually try to sue the school system it doesn't work out well for them um that that part that lawsuit doesn't work out well for them there's no fault it was an accident kids are kids you know? right kids do dumbass things all the time <laughs> yes they do <laughs> but uh they end up pulling her out of school and prepared a homeschooler so now she's pulled out of school and she's going to homeschool um in july of 2009 uh kenneth bellows a family friend and handyman moves in with them to help with like general maintenance and uh you know just to help keep up the house because bobby can't do it anymore right his back is just so bad that he can no longer do the general maintenance on the house um so he moves in in July in August of 2009 um, he finds out Kenneth Bellows finds out good old Kenny finds out that uh, Sherry, Lynn, Sherry Lynn has Native American heritage well after that he gets found out that uh, good old Kenny is a white supremacist oh lord yeah what a piece of shit right yeah. so <laughs> He, like, like for a couple weeks, he's, like, walking around the house saying, you know, hateful things. and. But he didn't even you know, know at first, right? Right. Like, what's his very, fucking problem? What a dick. Right. Get, just get being out. very racist in general, which That's pisses such bullshit. me off because I'm like, who the hell are you to say anything? Well, right, you're a handyman right. living with someone else. Get, get, exactly. a, get a grip on yourself, man. Get a damn job. <laughs> Um, so after like a couple weeks of this, like a huge argument breaks out between Sherry Lynn and good old Kenny and, uh, Sherry Lynn actually shoots at him with a 22 gun. Yes. Her 22. Yeah. And like kicks him off the property. That's how she gets him off the property. <laughs> um, uh, right before this happened though, at the end of July of 2009, um, Sherry Lynn's ex-husband actually takes goes to court and sues her for complete custody of her son um, yeah so uh, after all the stuff that's already happened um, and then with her son getting taken out of the house in September uh, she's hospitalized because of a suicide attempt like she's that's like sad. losing her shit yeah yeah. Um, at this point, she's destabilizing uh, to the point that her friends are actually commenting on her mental health and her physical health as well because she 
Pat at this point has lost a ton of weight where they actually described her as emaciated. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, her son during the trial, because he was 12 years old at the time, so he was allowed to speak and say where he wanted to go. Yeah. Her son uh, is even quoted as saying that she seemed very depressed and she often acted, acted strangely. So, like, her whole mental health is just declining. Right. Um, she was diagnosed as being bipolar and that um, she had severe depression. Uh, and with everything, like, that had been happening, it was a perfect shitstorm for somebody who is bipolar and has severe depression. Right. So, um, and through all of this, uh, their friends started saying that even even Bobby had started acting strangely. What? Both of them, yeah, both of them had started acting very strangely. Um, so, this is where it gets strange for me. So, the Jamersons, during this time, they're fairly religious. You know, they attend church semi-regularly. Um, so Bobby uh, meets with his pastor, and he says, Hey, yo, uh, Pastor Brandon. His name is Gary Brandon, which is uh, weird. Cause who, has, who has two names? I two think it's names. so weird when people have two first names. Like, I think I, it's I so strange. <laughs> I so, know. um... So he's like, hey, yo, Pastor Brandon, um, is it possible to buy bullets for spiritual warfare? What? Yeah, and Pastor Brandon's like, bro, what the hell are you talking about? Yeah, what? Is <laughs> yeah, no, you can't buy, you can't buy bullets for spiritual warfare. If you could, I probably would have bought some already. <laughs> like, honestly. <laughs> You never know when you're going to need spiritual bullets, okay? Well, yeah, that'd be cool just to have, honestly. <laughs> like, like in Supernatural, they have the cults. Have you watched Supernatural, Rebecca? No. Oh, my gosh. You have to watch this show. It's amazing. So they have this gun that actually kills demons. Oh, that's awesome. It was uh, a cult, and they blessed the gun and wrote all these symbols in it, and then, like... Mm. Yeah, like, you can put, like, devil's traps on the bullets and stuff, but it is a demon-killing gun. It's pretty damn cool. That's it awesome. It kills anything, actually. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. So, right, so I'm like, I kind of want a cult now with demon-killing bullets. <laughs> yeah. so, uh, so he goes to his pastor and he asks him if they, if it were possible to buy bullets for spiritual warfare. Um, Bobby said he was asking because he needed to fight the spirits that he routinely saw on their roof. What? Yes. He just got the chills. Sherry Lynn backs up his story, backs up this claim by saying that she herself had seen three or four spirits. And they she believes that they were a family of spirits. What? Um, yes. Chills. Apparently named apparently named Michael and Emily and they had a little girl a little girl ghost who would speak to Madison. Oh my word. 
Okay, so I didn't put this in my notes, but now I just remembered. Um, actually, there are reports from friends and family that have that had seen Madison um, talking to somebody. Oh, she's just like walking around talking to something that's not there. Right. Right. Yeah. Okay. And now, uh, so uh, they found. Uh, sorry, is that they found? It is. I can't read my own handwriting sometimes. Chicken scratch. So the family, the Jameson family, of course, found these spirits to be extremely, uh, an extremely upsetting presence in their house. Um, actually, they are so unsettling that Bobby buys a satanic Bible that he misguidedly planned to use to exercise the spirits. Yes. Is it, is it, was it the, what's it called? The necromancy? Oh God, I can't think of what it's called. I honestly don't know. It just says like satanic Bible. So there, I know that I'm going to look it up. I might have to look it up for the next, the part two. I'll tell you what it is. Cause I have actually yes, heard of this satanic Bible, but I can't think of what it's called. <laughs> anyway, sorry. To I don't like it. I didn't. Really, no, I, I didn't don't like that at all. Up. I don't like that. I don't even want to look it up. I was like, I don't want to know nothing about this thing. Anything that is a Bible of Satan, I do not want anything to do with. No, that's um, crazy. Right. So he plans on using this to exercise the spirits, which, hello, brother, that shit ain't going to happen. No, good Trump's evil every single day of the week. You can't use bad to get rid of stuff. Why don't you just bring in a Ouija board with your satanic Bible? Yeah. Draw a pentagram on the floor, light some candles. Just go full blown, man. Just bring all those demons in your house. Right, totally open in a doorway, right? Yeah. Awful. Why? Why? I'm assuming that they were so unsettled by this that they were kind of just at their wit's end and did not know what to do anymore. So, but it gets weirder from here, let me tell you. (laughs) Well, yeah, I used the satanic Bible. <laughs> right. So the reports are varied whether the couple thought the spirits were evil or not. So they weren't sure exactly what, if they were evil or not, but they were unsettled by them. Um, but Sherry started leaving little notes around the house, like little post-it notes saying, get out Satan. It's really, really weird. I don't even know what to say to that. <laughs> I told you, man, this case is fantastic. It's so weird. It's um, sound. Yeah, okay, there we go. I, oh, okay. So I, I muted like, it because I, I was, I was coughing. <laughs> I was like, I lost sound. I You're like, know. I can't hear you. Okay. Anyway, back. So, um. <laughs> So, after these notes, right, Sherry had also began telling people that she was practicing witchcraft. What? Although, although her friends say that she only said this to keep certain people that she didn't want in her life at arm's length. But, (laughs) and I'm going to say this a lot, but she actually... If, uh, however, if this last part is true, where she's doing this to keep the people out, you know, she goes to extreme lengths 
by spray, by spray painting uh, religious slogans and confusing phrases on items in the yard. So they have like these, um, like Connex boxes in the yard and like things around the yard and she is like spray painting weird shit on this stuff uh religious um what is it religious slogans and confusing phrases and (laughs) i can't even today (laughs) sass what are you doing sassy that's his nickname, Tris. It's Sassy. Becca called you Sassy. That's her nickname. Sassy. <laughs> Do not cut that out, please. I'm not going to, trust me. <laughs> okay. Oh, gosh. So, um, so religious slogans and confusing phrases uh, on the stuff, you know, throughout the yard, like things like only God, um, gossip is sin and the weirdest one that they found was three cats killed to date and uh, these are she spells them three cats killed to date by b-u-y people in this area witches don't like their t-h-e-r-e black cats killed what so so not only is she psycho she does not know how to spell in the <laughs> proper grammar. She's a little bit red. So, oh. <laughs> yeah. So three cats killed to date by people in this area, which is don't like their black cats killed. Right. She was spray painting this on the side of a Connex box. What? Freaking weird, right? Oh my goodness. Yes. I'm telling you. So, but the cat reference was to the family is, uh, they had some cats die, which she thought to have been poisoned by someone in the neighborhood. Oh, that's kind of sad if that's true. That's sad. I don't know. I, honestly, like, her mental health at this point is so bad. Yeah. That I don't even know if any of that is true. <sighs> right, which of course makes me wonder, like, are they even seeing these these spirits are they like are they both suffering from some kind of weird hallucinations <laughs> like yeah but to both see the same thing like their hallucination like normally hallucinations like two people can see something very similar yeah but that's they won't true see the same thing and family members are not going to corroborate your story by saying that they actually saw madison conversing with something not there that is certainly true so I wonder that if that very weird. then contributes to their um, their mental state. I wonder if that's well, the case. Well, I'm, I'm going to uh, go out on a limb and say probably yeah. <laughs> yeah. These people have totally lost it at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, think about the things. Okay, they may have spirits in their house. And normally people would go get their priest or they would find a demonologist or... Um, a psychic right, or something. a that's... something to come and bless the house and help them out with their issue you don't go buy a satanic bible and start practicing the freaking occult most people don't you... anyway. <laughs> no so at this point they're both very paranoid and their marriage starts to suffer of course because they're all batshit crazy <laughs> it's not funny to laugh at crazy people I'm sorry it's Please. not 
Please forgive me. Well, I, I, it makes me angry because I'm like, this could have been avoided. Yeah. I believe that it totally could have been avoided. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, like, they had some bad shit happen to them. But here's the thing, like, Sherry Lynn knows that she is bipolar and has severe depression. Right. You get that shit treated. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you go on you med- like medication them. or something. Yeah. And even if you don't like the medication, you have a six-year-old little girl at home. You have to think about her. Yeah. Uh, so by how much and why their marriage had suffered, it's not really known. Because by all accounts from family members and stuff, that they say that this, uh, they really loved each other a lot. Right. Right. So, but the, but they're struggling and people can see that they're struggling. Um, so they don't, but they don't know how much they're actually struggling. Um, they only know that they're struggling because the cops find a journal in the house and what? uh what happened yeah what's going on that's for part two no i can't wait for part two <laughs> you gotta wait for part two uh she states that she's not happy in the marriage and close friends say they have been having issues for years even though some of her other friends and her families both say that they were very much in love so it's during this time that the family decides that they want to buy some land out in the country. They kind of just want to get away from everything. They want to set up shop somewhere else, you know, just kind of get like a refresh, like a start over, you know. Right. So they um, actually, they pack up their truck and they drive the 30 miles to Red Oak, Oklahoma. Uh, to look at uh, 40 acres of land and it's like it's like in a vastness like there's so much land open it would be yeah nobody would be able to come to your house you know what I mean yeah it's just it was just so open they planned to um, set up the comics boxes as temporary housing until they could have their house built so um, like they had planned they had a plan to get out so October right. 7th October 7th 2009 um, the family visits the land for the first time. Right. And they, they look around and they're walking around and, uh, witnesses and people that had seen them on that day said that the family was in very good spirits. Right. They seemed happy. Um, the following day they set out again. So on October 8th, 2009, the family packs up the truck again, along with Madison um, and Maisie, the family dog, and they head toward Red Oak, um, to go look at this house again. You know, they're excited. They want to go look at it again. Right. Um, so they actually have, um, uh, they actually have, uh, the family on footage of their own surveillance system because Bobby had set up a surveillance system because his dad had like lost his shit and told him that he was going to kill their family and stuff like that, you know, and what is going on with this family? Right. During the lawsuit period when his mother and father had gotten divorced and they had their falling out. Uh, That's one of the reasons why they had a falling out because his father had threatened the family and, you know, said I was going to kill them or that I was going to kill him, said I was going to kill him. (laughs) 
said that he was going to harm him in some way, you know. Right. So uh, he had put in a surveillance system. Well, the cops can see that they're actually packing up the truck. And they're walking back and forth from the house to the truck and um, loading things they need for the trip, you know, like clothes, extra, like jackets and stuff, because, you know, this is October and it's in Oklahoma, so it gets very chilly at night. Right. Um, so they're loading up all these things that they're going to need for the trip to Red Oak. Uh, so they get to Red Oak and they talk to an associate of the landowner, asking him, you know, about the land, of course. Uh, so after that, by piecing together evidence, they, um, they know the family parked their truck, used a GPS, a little handheld GPS system. Yeah. And they took like, they took a short 15 minute walk away from their car and then went back to their car while they get, um, they then, they then go back to the truck and drive for a short distance down the road. Where the truck is left and locked in the middle of a dirt truck. This is where the police find this truck. What? They're gone. They're completely gone. What happened to them? I don't know. So, it is important to mention at this point that on the video, the surveillance video up there packing the truck it looked like they were in a trance you can actually watch the video it's kind of creepy um it's on youtube it looked like they were in a trance they were walking back and forth they weren't speaking to each other they would and then they would just stop and like stare off for a few seconds and then just keep walking again Dude, this sounds vaguely familiar to me. Like, I can't... The name doesn't ring any bells. Like, I feel like I've heard something really similar to this. But I I didn't think it was only three people. I thought it was like... I don't even know now. I'm freaking out. Right. So, that's weird, right? So, they, um... So they, they look at the surveillance video, stuff like that, because now their truck is missing. Uh, during the time, like, between the time that they left the truck and the time that the people reported the truck as being there, nobody had ever really thought anything of it because they had been known to, like, drop out for small bits of time. You know, oh, okay. Like a, like a week, like going camping, whatever, you know, right. just kind of getting away from it all. But the family was never seen alive again. Yes. What? So they, yeah, so they disappeared on October 9th. I'm sorry, October 8th, right? On October 17th, 2009, um, hunters um, actually run across the truck and called the police. Uh, but this is not the first time the hunters had seen the truck. One specific hunter. It's not the first time he had seen the truck. Um, but now they've decided to call the police because it's been sitting there for quite a few days now. Right. Um, although it was first believed that it had only been there for a few hours, one of the hunters later confirmed that it had been there for several days. So he had seen it. He just didn't see anything. Douchebag. Yeah. So, uh, 
the Latimer County Sheriff Israel Beauchamp, which that is an awesome name, by the way. Yes. <laughs> and the under sheriff Matt Bond, um, along with several deputies, arrived to where the truck is. They noticed that Maisie, the dog, is still in the truck. For like so days. She's alive. Yeah, for nine days this dog has been in the truck, but she is still alive. What? The hunters didn't notice that the dog was in the truck? Like, what the f- I don't know if they ever approached the truck, because they were riding, like, four-wheelers and stuff. Oh, right, they, so they might have not even been on and, the same, like, dirt track. Then. Right, and where the truck was parked, it's, like, mountainous. I mean, not extremely mountain like the Rockies would be. Right. But it's more mountainous, so I think they saw the truck from, like, a bluff somewhere. Oh, gotcha. You know, and I don't think they actually went down to the truck. So, Maisie is alive in the truck. They break the window out. They get out Maisie. Uh, and then they start taking inventory of the truck, right? Which is a mess, by the way. But it's not a ransack mess. It's just a damn mess. You know, like papers and shit. Yeah, I've known people with messy cars before. <laughs> yeah. My, my car's messy sometimes, too, because for, like, weeks I'll just drive back and forth and work, and I'll drink the water bottle and just throw it in the back because I don't even care. You're freaking hilarious. <laughs> that's our car from our child. Right. Well, that's just me. Plus, <laughs> my kids use my car, too, and they will just leave their shit all over the place in there. So, yeah. I know how it is. Those kids. Damn kids. French fries stuck in the cracks. My oh my gosh, I hate decrepit food and cracks of things. Like, it freaks me out. Like the crummy crumbs. Yes. Oh gosh, okay. Um, I don't like them either. <laughs> so taking inventory of the truck, they noticed that the Jamesons left behind their coats, their wallets, Sherry Lynn's purse, their cell phones, the GPS that they had used earlier that day. Right. Uh, <laughs> they're assuming that they're assuming it was the same day that they left the truck and to never be seen again. Um, they also find in the truck an 11 page hate letter written by Sherry Lynn addressed to Bobby uh, talking about all the grievances and the hatred she has for him. What? Yes. Did he uh, see it? I have to assume that he saw the I, letter. We don't, we don't know. They're not around to talk to. It's crazy, right? Uh, they also find a brown bag with $32,000 in cash stuffed under the passenger seat. Um, no signs of struggle were found. Not around the truck, not in the truck, no blood, no broken glass. The there was no like scuffle footprints in right. the dirt next to the truck um 400 people search for these search for the jameson family they have horses mules atvs 16 teams of cadaver dogs an unmanned mm-hmm. drone yeah um so the, they're searching right and during the searches the cadaver dog cadaver dogs <laughs> repeatedly find suspicion with a water tower which they promptly drain um though no evidence of the jamesons was found in or around the water tower what yeah but the dogs were signaling like there was something going on with the water tower 
Uh, so, and then while this is happening in uh, Eufaula, the McIntosh County Sheriff, uh, Joe Hogan and his deputies search the family's home where they discover many key facts. This is weird. It's so weird. So they discover the CCTV, the CCTV footage that right. I had spoke about earlier of them loading. Uh, but what's good is they can now cross-reference. Cross-reference? The cross-reference? I do that yeah, all the time. I cross-reference all the time. <laughs> cross-reference. They can now cross-reference. <laughs> you can't say it now. It's impossible. <laughs> cross-reference. <laughs> <laughs> the truck's inventory. So now they have a list of things in the truck, and Ellie can see on the video what, right, right, what they the, took. What the Jamesons had been putting in their truck, yeah. Right. Um, upon doing so, they discover that Sherry Lynn had actually loaded a large brown satchel um, in the into the truck, but it was not ever recovered. Also... Her twenty-two pistol, which they had been known to bring with them in the truck, uh, they did not find the gun. So they can't find this satchel and they can't find this gun. Interesting. Right. Nobody knows what's in this satchel, right? And weirder and weirder. So all these weird facts come to light, right? Uh, besides being the whole, besides the whole case being weird, but not surprisingly, the cell phone records show that a call was made on on October twelfth. An outgoing call was made on October twelfth to a voicemail. Uh, though theoretically, it would have been locked in the truck at the time. So we don't know. Right, because we're no talking. Idea. They were last seen on the eighth. They went to the property right. on the eighth. Right. And the truck had been sitting there at least for several days. And they were only, they were a short distance from where they would use the GPS to take the 15-minute walk. Right. Who did they call? So, Who, what was the voicemail? Who was that too? They had called a vo- their own voicemail. Oh, I see what you're saying. Like they had the, a- the, the records said that they called their voice. Oh, okay. Because back in the yeah. day, cell phones weren't like they are now, right? So Right. They had access to their, their voicemail. Um, and theoretic- theoretically, it would have been locked in the truck at the time. Uh, because, I mean, this well, the truck did not move. Right. That's four days difference, the 8th to the 12th. So. Right. Right. And then they were dis- the truck was discovered on the 17th. So, Which is five days weird. after that, so it's like right, weird, right? Yeah. Um, plus, they found a photo on the on uh, Bobby's phone of Madison, and this photo it kind of looks like she's like throwing a fit, kind of, with her arms are crossed and her like her face is kind of like um, she's a six year old, and it looks like a six year old throwing a fit, really. right? Like she's kind of like just pissed off, just in her pissy pants mode, you know? <laughs> yeah. So, and then, of course, you know, the, using the photo of, of uh, Madison and the GPS, as a reference, they find the hill the photo was taken on 200 yards away from the truck. What? Yeah. Weird, right? 
so eventually with the hunting season about to start and the searches revealing less and less evidence um it starts to become more dangerous because of course they're gonna have hunters in the woods um, right it's becoming winter time uh more people would could possibly get lost by just searching for this thing, right you know so they uh they abandon the search for the family and the info on the case completely stopped what? until one until one day in november over four years later four years four years later a very grim discovery would restart the search for the eventual fate of the family who parked their truck and disappeared off the face of the earth And that is where I'm going to leave you no! until part two. <laughs> oh yes. my god. I'm freaking out, Tristan. It's crazy, isn't it? It is it's crazy. a crazy mess. I mean, what do you think about like them and their haunted ass house? Yeah, that and <laughs> I don't know. There is some weird shit afoot, let me tell you. I'm just like, I can't even process it all. I'm freaking out, and I don't want to wait another week. You better wait. You better not look this up. I'll be very mad. I won't. Listen, everything inside me says I, sh I want to, but I'm not going to. <laughs> well, um, I have done 90% of my research or 90% of my part two. But my goal in part two is to find out if their house was really haunted, if anybody could substantiate these claims. Yeah. Besides just Sherry Lynn and a couple friends who saw her talking to somebody, who saw Madison talking to somebody in the house. Yeah. So I am so excited to finish this, but it, it is much longer. I have another five pages. Crazy and I haven't, out. and I haven't finished it yet because I want to find some kind of substantiated claims. I'm actually gonna try to look up their address and see if yeah it's on my, is my house haunted. Yes. <laughs> yes. I actually just recently heard about that website, like probably like two months ago on a podcast. <laughs> and I was like, oh, what's this? And I'm like, of course, I'm terrified to search my own house. So then I'm, like, trying to find, like, random addresses that I may know or I've been to. And I'm trying to, like, because I don't want to know about my own house. But <clears throat> I don't blame you. I don't either. Dude, I'm freaking out. And if you all are freaking out like I am, you better tune in for part two. Because I don't want to wait for um, seven days, but I guess I will. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to, though. Seriously. Yeah. Like, why did they leave their dog in the truck? Like, that's one of the right. things that is so weird to me. Like, why did they leave all their possessions in the truck? Why well, did like, they take their cell phone and, you know, their dog and their GPS because they don't know the area? So what's weird to me is, okay, they leave their truck, they leave their dog, which uh, people that own dogs and are, like, outdoorsy, you, t you literally take your dog everywhere you go. Like, you just right. do. Right. Right. And then, so then you add in the factor of they have a photo from 200 yards away. So obviously they left the truck. They went for like a little walk. Let's just say they, they Again, went for a walk. A second walk. 
Right, but without their GPS, so maybe they weren't even planning on going that far. But why didn't they take the dog? Right, or maybe they did take the dog on the initial walk. Oh, but they came back because somebody checked their voicemail. Well, that was four days after this, but they had to put the cell phone back in the truck and lock it. Oh, yeah, because they were like picture because all what is happening i don't know nobody knows what the hell is going on it's weird it's freaking weird i've been obsessed with this case for days and days of course i want to ask for like little hints and teasers like do they find the bodies do they (laughs) do they find at least a trail of these people like what is happening you're gonna have to wait until episode two all right Part two of this case because Part two coming up. Yes. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get this video. I don't think we have a lot of editing to do, thankfully. So um, if you I don't know if you have any photos you want me to to add. I have I haven't downloaded any yet because I'm telling you I've been so obsessed with this case. So I haven't saved any of the photos to my computer yet because I've just been reading and reading and reading as much as I possibly can about this case. Because it has been obsessing me. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So usually... mind-boggling me. Yes, this is like a... A diet love pass kind of a... Like, you just don't know. You don't know what's happening. I should have done a two-parter on that one to really leave a cliffhanger. But that... It's pretty famous, diet love pass. Because a lot of people have heard of it, you know, but... Right. I just didn't know it was called diet love pass. Yeah, no, a lot of people have heard of it, so... Which um, I have personally watched Dietilov Pass three times now. <laughs> because I'm like, what is going on? Why? Yeah. Even still, like, it haunts me. Like, literally, I can't. Like, I will random, like, be doing random things. And I'll just stop and be, like, thinking about it for, like, 20 minutes. I'm like, why'd they do that? What were they doing? What happened? What's going on? Now, the Jamesons are going to replace that. <laughs> like, right. That has been my life for the last week. I'm, I'm like, you. what are they doing? Why'd they get out of their truck? Why didn't they come back to their truck? Did someone stop them? Did they meet Bigfoot? What's going on? <laughs> sassy was out there. Yeah, it was sassy. That dang sassy. It was. <laughs> <laughs> that dang sassy. Um, that dang sassy. All right, I'm freaking out. Right. Me too. I'm glad somebody else is freaking out with me. Yeah, okay. I, like, I even got on chat boards from 2009. Yeah. People were discu- like discussion boards that nobody has posted anything for like six years on this case. And I'm like, what is going on? And like, I have read some very outlandish theories, which yeah. we'll get into in part two. Ooh, I love them. I love outlandish yeah. theories. I my whole life deals with outlandish. I'm yes. a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think when you serve alcohol to uh, small town folks, it's uh, <laughs> it can be strange sometimes. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it can be very strange. I agree. Oh my lord, now okay. Well, um, so the thing with the photos was, um. You're going to have to send them to me because I don't even want to do a Google search of this. <laughs> okay, yes, I will get together. It'll probably be later on tonight. Of course, we have another episode to film. Yeah. So um, after we film our second episode, it'll be either later on tonight or tomorrow. Yeah, that's fine. Because 
I'll start, um, I'll maybe go through it and do the cuts tonight because it's not a lot. I'm just going to, I might not cut anything, but that part where my camera fell, I might, <laughs> I might cut it, but I don't know. Um, so yeah, I think it was pretty clean, so we don't have a lot to do to it. And, uh, I'll add those photos and hopefully we'll have it up on Tuesday. I've been slacking, man. I mean, <laughs> I've been working a lot of overtime and so... Um, when I get home at 5.30 at night, like, sometimes I didn't even leave work until 5.30, so when I got home at, like, 5.45, or 5.45, almost 6, like, I'm, like, I got to cook dinner, and I got to get Callum ready for bed, and I'm, like, I don't have to hide, <laughs> and so I slacked a little bit, but both of our other videos are up, so make sure you go and check those out. Last, yes, last they're week's very video. good. They are good. We had a little sound issues with that second one, but, um, I still think it was good. I'm, like, I think it was fantastical I also think it was fantastical is that a word which I'm now gonna make a word fantastical I don't think it's a real word it's my word but I'm it's gonna make it a word it's fantastical and uh right yeah so if everybody else is super excited about part two of the Jameson family like I am because I cannot wait to hear what happens please don't look it up just watch our next video <laughs> right you, you have to. Because if you look it up, no matter what you read, it's not going to have the same spin I'm going to put on it. Guaranteed. That, that's true. We are master storytellers over here. <laughs> right. I don't, and I, don't know I have been, I have read nearly everything that you can find on the internet about this family. Yeah. Yes. So, I mean, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's a crazy case. I can't wait literally i know, <laughs> I know. <laughs> it's gonna be so good i know all week long i'm gonna be like dang dang sunday sunday <laughs> and we oh yes i actually we may have to do it before sunday or after sunday because i start my new schedule this week so our oh. filming schedule is gonna be a little different guys and our release dates might be a little different yeah i think we discussed um we're gonna try to do a monday friday release is that what we said? I can't honestly remember now. Yeah, because I'll be, <laughs> like, off, I'll be off in the middle of the week now instead of at the end of the week. Yes. Um, yeah, so we're going to film, I think, um, twice. Like one, like Wednesday, Tuesday, Wednesday, probably. If those are your days off, I can't remember. Anyway, we're yes. going fi to figure it out. You will still get two great episodes from us per week. Um, if you want more, well, you got to start paying us because we work. Thanks. Other than that. Oh, yeah, because we would love to make five episodes a week. Let me tell oh, you. Oh, shit. Could you imagine that, man? If, like, just, like, our full-time jobs where we get up, we put on our faces, as we call it. Because, believe it or not, I do not wake up looking like this. And, me neither. It and, takes uh, yeah, it's a little. It's, it's five or ten minutes. And we, <laughs> and we film videos. That would be awesome. That would be great. I would, would love it great. so much. But we can only do that from support. Wait, with support from you. <laughs> I feel like a PBS commercial. That's what <laughs> that's what threw me off. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna say we, we need your we need support from viewers like you. I don't know if that's trademarked PBS. Please don't sue me, PBS. <laughs> it's a Please. public it's a public network. <laughs> I don't think you can. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, but we can't do any of that without support. We're going to keep doing this because um, we're obsessed. We're weird. And we love it. We're weirdos. We weirdos. Yeah, we are weird. 
We are very weird. Like the stranger, even like I could deal with some goriness, but definitely the stranger it is, the more mysterious it is, the creepier it is. I'm like, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Tristan's choking to death, so I <laughs> I think we should um, maybe wrap this up. And I'm very excited for the next one, and I cannot wait. Um, it's going to be great. It's going to be good. I'm glad you didn't die, by the way. Uh, just right now. Thanks. <laughs> I'm glad I didn't die, too. I'd come and haunt you, just so you know. Listen, I've thought about... This is going to be probably one of the last things I say, because, again, with our going off subject. But I have thought about you and I making some kind of a pact that whoever dies first, you have to come and give the other person like a really clear... Like, preordained sign. Like, we decide what it is before it happens, and then we have to stick to that once we kick the bucket. We got <laughs> like That would be awesome. <laughs> like, I'll come and say something about sassy, and... Uh... <laughs> I'll know for sure that it's you. Yeah, yet. exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'll whisper in your ear while you're sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be freaking That'd be horrible. I mean, yeah, I'd be, I'd be dead, but... <laughs> but you're right, it would be amazing. <laughs> oh, it'd be both. Yes, it would be amazingly sad, but... But here's the thing, though. Our deal is we have to let us hunt each other, ghost hunt each other, so that way we have some concrete, yes. un undisputable evidence of the paranormal. Agreed. Agreed. Even if we're like 90, that's fine. I can deal with that. I, I, I wouldn't even care at that point. I wouldn't either. I'd like, I'd spend my last 10 days hunting you. <laughs> I'm going to find you. All right, y'all. So, uh, yeah, make sure you go back and watch our other videos and uh, subscribe and click that notification bell. And I listened to our last video, Tristan, and I said ding dong probably 17 times. I know. <laughs> I also watched it. And I was like, I don't know why I said ding dong so many times. And it was legitimately like, oh, you're going to get a like a ring of ding dong from the notification when you see our new content. <laughs> but I said ding dong so many times. And if you want to check that out, you can go and watch that anytime also. <laughs> yes, Black Eyed Children. That's a crazy video. It is nuts. It's nutso. Yeah. So uh, this is our 11th video already, Tristan. So I know. That's exciting. Go and watch our ton others. Well, I don't know if we count our first one because it is a pilot. Like, I didn't I didn't do any editing or anything on that video. That was, like, straight up what we recorded is what I put on YouTube. So, <laughs> um, Right. It's still interesting. Go check it out. That's our first one. And uh, make sure you follow us. All of our links are always in our videos. So um, we got yes. YouTube. We got... Facebook, we got those other ones Instagram. I can't I can't think of for some reason. <laughs> yes, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, um, our links are in there. Of course, our YouTube channel. And now we are on Spotify That's and right. Breaker and Google and Anchor. Come check out our podcast. It is also fantastic. If you guys don't have time to watch our videos, Take Go us to with one you. Of those platforms and take us with you. Right, listen That's to right. us in your car and when you're at work while you're doing your workouts. Just we need your guys' support to keep this going. Yes, um, 
We need your money. Not, not necessarily to, to keep Give it going, but to make money. it bigger. <laughs> I'm terrible. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to go. Um, I think we should just end this now. Like I said, I'm, I I'm constantly alienating people, I feel like. <laughs> They're like, look at this psychopath. She's calling us names. She's threatening us. <laughs> Yeah. I'm getting ding dongs in the mail from this crazy person. <laughs> oh goodness gracious! Oh god. Okay. All right. So, um, I guess we're gonna end this. Check us out. Like us. Follow us. Share us. And uh, catch you on the flip side. And you guys stay creepy. Always creepy. Peace Always out. Always creepy. Peace out. <laughs>